This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio proudly presents The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. From the earliest roots of the Christian faith, music has played a central role in holy worship. For the next hour, let your spirits soar as we highlight selected pieces of beautiful sacred music from the rich history of the Catholic liturgy. Now, here's the host of The Glory of the Mass, Terry Ross. Welcome to the Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic Liturgy. I'm your host, Terry Ross, and in today's program, we'll concentrate on music for Sunday, January 7th, the Feast of the Epiphany of the Lord, and the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord on Monday, the 8th. The earliest reference to Epiphany as a Christian feast was in A.D. 361. This holiday celebrates the revelation of God incarnate as Jesus Christ. Specifically, the feast commemorates the visit of the three kings of Orient, the Magi, to the Christ child, and therefore his physical manifestation to the Gentiles. Another name for Epiphany is Three Kings Day, and in some traditions, Little Christmas. Epiphany also initiates the liturgical season of Epiphany Tide. Popular Epiphany customs include Epiphany singing, of which we'll have plenty today, and also having one's house blessed, eating three king's cake, and winter swimming. In many places, Christians customarily remove their Christmas decorations on Twelfth Night, the eve of Epiphany. Others historically remove them on the conclusion of Epiphany Tide on February 2nd, which is the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord in the Temple, also known as Candlemas. As always in these programs of the Glory of the Mass, we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten. Five of them are particular to the day of the church calendar, and five others, called the ordinary, are used at any time during the church year. These ten alternate with one another throughout the Mass until the final distribution of the Eucharist at Communion. The first five of these are called the proper, because each is specific to the day it is sung. We'll hear three of these today, the introit or entrance of the celebrant into the sanctuary, the gradual, which is sung after the first reading, and the offertory, sung while the celebrant is preparing the gifts for communion. Two of these will be sung as motets, the other in traditional Gregorian chant. We will, however, hear all five parts of the Mass Ordinary, William Byrd's Mass for Three Voices. Today's introit, sung by the Scola of the Choir of Clare College, Cambridge, in William Byrd's motet arrangement, is Ecce Advenit Dominator, Behold, the Sovereign Lord is Coming.
That was today's introit, Behold, the Sovereign Lord is Coming. The text of today's gradual, Omnes de Saba Venient, all from Sheba shall come, bringing gold and frankincense, and showing forth praise to the Lord, is sung for us in Gregorian chant by a frequent collaborator of ours, the Slovakian chant scholar Marek Klein. Yeah. 
was today's gradual text from the book of Isaiah announcing the visitors to the Christ child. Now, before we start on the Mass Ordinary, here's a motet by the 17th century English composer John Blow, Salvator Mundi, Savior of the World. The performers are the figural choir Köln from Germany.
That was the motet Salvator Mundi by John Blow. Now we shall begin our Mass Ordinary with the Kyrie and Gloria of William Burr's Mass for Three Voices, sung for us by the Talus Scholars.
We've heard the Kyrie and Gloria of the Mass for Three Voices by William Byrd. Byrd, who wrote in 16th and 17th century England, wrote three Masses for three, four, and five voices that were not performed in public during the composer's lifetime because Catholic Masses were not permitted by the Protestant authorities. Before continuing with Byrd's Credo, here's a celebratory hymn to the Virgin by another English composer, the 20th century's Benjamin Britten. We've been listening to Benjamin Britten's Hymn to the Virgin, sung by the Elora Festival Singers from Ontario, Canada. Now we've reached the midpoint of the Mass, the Nicene Creed. 
We'll hear the credo from Bird's Mass for Three Voices, sung by the Talus Scholars.
We've heard the cradle from William Byrd's Master Three Voices. Here now is another piece by an English composer, Thomas Wilkes, a contemporary of William Byrd's. Its text is from the greater doxology, Gloria in Excelsis Deo, and the singers are the figural choir of Köln, Germany. We've heard a motet by Thomas Wilkes, 
Gloria in Excelsis Deo. For today's offertory, we have another motet, this time by yet another English composer, John Shepard, who lived in the middle of the 16th century. The text from Psalm 71 is Regis Tarsis et Insulae. The kings of Tarshish and the islands shall offer presents. The singers are the choir of St. Mary's Cathedral in Edinburgh.
That was the offertory for the Feast of the Epiphany, Regis Tarsis, sung by a choir in Scotland. Now here's a composer we've not heard before on the glory of the Mass, England's John Dowland, who lived at the same time as William Shakespeare and was a contemporary of England's greatest Renaissance composer, William Byrd. Here's a psalm he set, number 103, My Soul Praises the Lord. This will be performed by a group called Chapel Voices. We've heard John Dowland's psalm, My Soul Praise the Lord. Continuing with our Mass Ordinary, here is the Sanctus, the Holy, 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 from William Byrd's Mass for Three Voices. Again, it's to tell us scholars.
We've been listening to the Sanctus from William Byrd's Mass for Three Voices. And now, yet another piece by the English composer Benjamin Britten is Te Deum in C Major, sung by the choir of Westminster Abbey, accompanied by the London Brass.
That was Benjamin Britten's Te Deum, sung by the choir of Westminster Abbey. Now we shall finish our Mass Ordinary with the Agnus Dei. We've heard the Agnus Dei, or Lamb of God, from the Mass for Three Voices by William Byrd. But before we go, here's a piece from an English composer not widely known for sacred music, Edward Elgar. Its title is O Salutaris Ostia, O Saving Sacrifice. Our ensemble from Germany, the Figural Choir Köln, will sing it for us.
We've heard the motet O Salutaris Ostia by Edward Elgar. And with it, we come to the end of our program celebrating the Feast of the Epiphany. I hope we've enjoyed the music today, the motets, the chant, and Mr. Bird's lovely mass, and that you'll find us on your dial next weekend for a show celebrating the second Sunday of Ordinary Time. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a joyful epiphany. This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit The Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.